Now, it's the Columbia Check-In with Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. Good morning, Lieutenant Governor. Good morning, Liz. I'm calling you from Utah. So, wow. um I know, here for an energy summit. Um, they had asked me to be a speaker um, and sit on a panel and kind of talk about what we're doing in South Carolina on energy because it's top of mind for everybody. So it's super early here. Uh, <laughs> I, I was so worried. Like, you know, all night I was thinking, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to get, I have to, it's six. I have to call in at six, right? <laughs> I, and you know, then you can't sleep. I'm probably going to fall asleep, I think, on my panel today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We could have definitely um, skipped today, but uh, we appreciate your time. And maybe you would like to give a statement because a lot has happened after uh, we last spoke on Thursday, a big change and shift in the world. Oh my gosh. You know, I, um, Saturday I woke up and, and saw like everybody, the horrible attacks, uh, in Israel. And, you know, I was there last year and made a lot of friends. Um, and it just broke my heart. So the first thing I did was to reach out to a lot of them, which was hard because it was Sabbath for them. You know, they were, um, you know, they, from sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday, their phones get put aside. And um, so it was it was a lot of hours waiting for them to call back. But um, my thoughts and prayers are with the people of Israel. This is a horrible attack. And I, I don't understand how anybody can justify just the horrific violence. Um, you know, to, to me, in being in Israel and, you know, being around the people of Israel and and going to, you know, Yad Vashem, which is their memorial to the Holocaust. I mean, killing, the one thing that I took away from Yad Vashem is when you kill women and children, Mm -hmm. it's genocide. It's not war. It's genocide because you're trying to eradicate the next generation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was all I could think of through this is just how horrible this is. And, um, it really hurts my heart to see that here in America, um, that there are so many pro-Hamas rallies going on. Uh, and, and that's just in America, where America, I, I always, at, at our core, believe in freedom. But around the world, to see that um, it's tolerated. And one thing I agree with all the leaders that are talking is, this is not a time to sit back and and try to ignore. We have to call it out for what it is. Um, so, you know, for all of our Jewish friends that listen to your show, my thoughts, my family's thoughts, our prayers are with the people of Israel. Um, and I, I truly believe that a nation has a right to defend itself. And what we're seeing now is Israel defending itself and making sure that what happened will never happen again in the state of Israel. Well, I certainly uh, agree with you, and we've been expressing that sentiment. Um, Of course, we do have some people that listen to the show that have expressed the opposite, (laughs) which has been a bit of a sobering um, effect on me, uh, because there is so much hatred in the world. It walks amongst us. And like you said, to see the rallies in the major cities, um, I'm just hoping that 
when you have a group like the Democrat Socialists of America out there um, having, like you said, pro-Hamas rallies um, and uh, they're condoning and giving a wink and a nod towards what they did, the horrific actions, like you like you said, um, in Israel, it it I'm just hoping and praying that that would be a sobering moment for those who have blindly subscribed to what they believe is a, uh, you know, a, a good ideology and say, hey, I didn't know you people, you know, believed in that. I'm out of here. There have been a couple of representatives that have um, removed themselves from that organization. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the squad continues. They continue. And and I mean, I have to say, I'm glad at the things I'm hearing coming out of Biden's mouth and KGAP, but I don't believe that their heart is behind it. And I don't believe their actions are behind it. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, I I I have to say, as a, as a conservative and as a supporter of Israel, I was happy to hear, I you know, I've been up, I've been watching the joint press conference with Benjamin Netanyahu and Secretary of State Blinken. You know, I was happy that his resolve was strong. I think actions speak louder than words. So as this war goes on, we have to make sure we stay rooted uh, in our support of Israel. And, you know, one thing, um, we were with the Prime Minister of Defense when I was in Israel last year, and the one thing he said that really stuck out with me is he said, Israel will never ask the U.S. to send your sons and daughters to fight on our soil. Mm. We will do that. Right. We just need the might of the United States to stand with us. Mm -hmm. So basically, his sentiment was that we just need to make sure that it's a fair fight. But we will never ask you to bring your sons and daughters here. And I was like, you know, as a mother, like, wow, like, what a strong statement. Like, we just need your might to let it be a fair fight, mm -hmm. but we will fight, we'll fight our own battle. And, and, and I was shocked because I, I guess it, I like to think that I try to open my eyes to what's going on everywhere, but I didn't realize just the rise of anti-Semitism. <laughs> and in a, I just in was a talking world, about that today. And in a world where all we hear from, you know, the left is tolerance to everything and anything, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> anything that we see that anti-Semitism is on the rise, and it's on the rise in college campuses. And, I mean, I'm telling you, as, as a mom, I wouldn't give a dime to colleges like Harvard that came out with, you know, statements from 30, I think, was it 32 different mm -hmm. groups on yeah. campus? Mm -hmm. Um, basically standing behind Hamas. Like, what, what I don't understand is Hamas is a terrorist organization. Hamas isn't a government. It, it, well, it's a pseudo-government, you know, designed around a terrorist ideology. Yeah, they took over the government and its militaristic wing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So people calling it a government, because when I, when I think of war, when I look at soldiers, I see, I see soldiers like our soldiers, right? And then, and soldiers are there to protect its civilians. What we're seeing happening is soldiers hiding behind their civilians. You know, when you're when you're talking Hamas, 
And and that to me is very disturbing because that is not the picture of the brave men and women that, you know, fight for us, that we're seeing yeah. fighting. It's for not Israel, like they, right? the Palestinians elected this group, but, you know, just like we've seen in Ukraine, I mean, not in Ukraine, Afghanistan, that when Al-Qaeda gained control again, there are there is a huge faction of Afghanist, Afghanis that believe in that type of caliphate structure and strict, you know, whatever they're doing there, um, caliphate, whatever it is. But I, I do. I do believe, Liz, you know, the one thing um, that we had dinner with Benjamin Netanyahu a year ago. And the one thing he said that has really played true over the last year is when America is weak, when our leadership is weak, the whole mm-hmm. world is in jeopardy. And have, has that not played out? Yeah, exactly. When we had a strong leader at the White House, when President Trump was at the helm, we really had peace, right? Because mm-hmm. there were no wars. You know, the, 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 the Democrats kept saying if President Trump would take office, you know, we hear this played over and over again that we were going to be in war after war. Yeah. We were not in wars. Mm-hmm. And strong leadership kind of keeps everything in check. And, um, and that has, you know, in seeing him speak, remembering his words, that uh, continues to ring in my mind that if we had a stronger leader, um, you know, President Biden is not strong. He's weak. He's feeble. You know, bad actors across the globe realize that this is their time. And I just, I would hope, my my two hopes, Liz, is one, stop, look at things for what they are. I can only think that people are like siding with Hamas Mm -hmm. because this was an ideology that was rooted in them. But look at what's happening. When you can decapitate 40 babies, which is the reports that are coming out that I've heard, that everybody has heard, that is evil. Like, you're not winning, you're you're not winning anything. Mm -hmm. That is sheer evil. And and we have to make sure that that message gets through. Uh, Without the pictures, we need to talk to our children again Mm -hmm. about, you know, you, you can never make something wrong right right and doing the right thing is never wrong so and, we we have and lieutenant governor uh we're speaking with uh lieutenant governor pamela evett we have heard that that story of 40 babies and um you know family members and, and we uh, we cannot find a definitive confirmation on that um we did hear that it was true. It wasn't all, it was some, okay. As if that's better. Um, but I mean, do we need, do, does that make any difference? Because in that not all were, um, we did hear there were people burned alive, babies and all these horrific atrocities, even if it were true once, okay, just once. Um, and, and there are people, and I'm telling you this cause I know you know this, but, um, there are people like literally listening to the show right now telling us that that's not true. This is not true information. This is psyops. This is false flag. Israel knew this was going to happen. They were forewarned. They let this happen. They wanted this, but the whole thing. Where do you as a government leader, 
Okay. As you know, let's say even our governor, Henry McMaster. I mean, isn't isn't it important to you as as a leader to to make sure that you all are getting accurate, up to date information? Like when something like this happens in the world, how do you get the information? Does does it um, is it a priority that you're briefed on it? Like what happens so that you can protect and and, get, and do whatever you need to do as a leader here? I mean, are you involved in that at all? I'm just curious on how that works. Because this is scary so, stuff because we have lots of people coming over the border that could be sleeper cells. And now they're making, you know, the call to all Muslims that are, are around the world to engage in jihad in all of their own neighborhoods across the world tomorrow. OK, now whether or not they do it or not, we have heard lone wolf attacks. We have heard of all this. So what does like our individual governments do to protect us or do do they not? They leave it to the federal government. I'm just wondering. Well, I think there's 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 different levels of government, right? So here in the state, like I can have my own personal uh, opinion, and I can stand with the people of Israel. But you know, people on the federal level are getting a whole different level of briefing than leaders on the state level. Now, when you're talking about violence, that's when our amazing law enforcement they look. We have you know Chief Keel. Uh, takes every threat that he hears seriously. He gets intel. He briefs the sheriff. They look for signs. They look for credible information. But what you talked about earlier with what information do we believe, we have to stop and start using common sense once again. Because I have heard over the last few years of people who say the Holocaust didn't happen, right? And like, if common sense rings true, we have victims. We have accounts of war. We have victims of the Holocaust that are still here today that have numbers tattooed on their arms. So, you know, common sense. I, I hope that we can go back to where we can listen to our media. We can start to believe what they're saying. Because you're right. They have a lot of influence. You know, we have jokingly in the past, when times weren't this serious, called our media the fourth branch of government because they run the narrative. We need to now have something. I hope everybody can come together and agree on that fact, that our media needs to give facts, not opinion, and, and get back to a place where people can start believing the, you know, the things that they're saying so that we feel like we have a good worldview of what's happening. Yeah. I mean, we've been hearing um, things like, oh, those women weren't raped and no, they weren't killed. They weren't this. They weren't that. And it's like, I don't even know. I don't know what to believe anymore. I really don't. <laughs> you know, I, was, I, mean, I just wish we could turn to a government source like our president should come out and tell us definitively what or someone, someone from the government needs to come out and tell us what is happening. I, I've. It's it's very hard to communicate news and inform people when you don't when it's and I know it's a fog of war and I just I just feel like it should be a priority of people to tell us whether or not it's true and then Joe Biden says that he saw these pictures and it's like no he didn't see the pictures mm, I don't know well I I think it's you know the 
the the the barrage of different kinds of media, right? Mm-hmm. We have yeah, oh yeah. social media, we have the media we we see on TV, our news media. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it 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 comes together. I, I listened to a podcast a few years ago where um and I can't remember now who, what um if it was NBC or Fox or CBS, but one of the presidents of those said that the worst thing that would happen would be social media. And not because it, it was controlling the narrative, but because it would make information start coming out so quickly that news sources would not have enough time to actually look at the validity, right? So mm-hmm. in this rush to get information to people, we would lose so much um, time and, and what it would take to verify stories. And, and we see that, right, because we were seeing videos coming out that people were taking, you know, all over the web, you know, mm-hmm. and and then you start to like look at what's unfolding in the news. And so I think we, we kind of have to take common sense, like you said, at our at our core, we are civilized Christian mm-hmm. people. And yeah. if one if one baby was beheaded in front of their mother, that is one too many. Because yeah, that Absolutely. that is not that is not what we can. Consider, like you know, didn't the Geneva Convention come together to make sure that atrocities like this would never happen again, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, if if one baby, if one woman was raped and dragged through the streets, that is something way beyond mm-hmm. we want to have land. That is that that is that is a horrific thing. And so, we should all be able to come together and say that is horrific. Yes. Soldiers fighting soldiers is one thing. Mm-hmm. People killing innocent civilians, old people, children, women who aren't soldiers. That is a different, that, that is completely different. We have one so, a st- uh, question or comment before we go, a Lieutenant Governor on the Showtime Autoglass text line. Uh, wondering if you know, because we've gotten a couple of reports on this the last couple of days. Why is our National Guard being sent to Washington? Do you know? I have not um I have not heard that our National Guard has been called up and sent to Washington. Okay. So I mean um, it could be training, but I just yeah, I, I'm I mean, just asking. And, and our guard goes everywhere. You know, we've been at the border. Um we do a lot to help South Carolina. Um whenever we are called to, our men and women are always standing and ready and so yeah, I you know, again, it could have been something very easy, but you normally um when that kind of stuff happens, we, you know, that, that that's something that is usually out there. There's usually a reason kind of like when our people go to the border. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lieutenant Governor Pamela Evett, for your thoughts and prayers and comments on this unbelievable week we've all endured. We appreciate your time. Well, it's not, it's, uh, you know, from what we're hearing, this is not something that's going to end right. soon. And so um, I just hope everybody praise, let common sense, humanity, and Christianity like kind of root in our hearts, uh, and let's pray for all the people over there who are enduring something that we can't even imagine Absolutely. what, you know, those people are going through with air raid silence. So my prayers and thoughts are with them, and I hope everybody's are as well. And you guys, take care. I'm going to be in Myrtle Beach. I'll be at the Women's Conference on Tuesday, so I'll, I'll be around the area, and hopefully I'll get to see y'all um, before we talk again on Thursday. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, guys.